Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. I am Zen. And I am Emily. Welcome to another water cooler episode where sometimes it's Disney and sometimes it's not, but it's always fun and interesting. Yeah, it's super interesting because if you have not heard this week, and actually it has already been sold out, I heard the first launching, is that the Galactic Star Cruiser um, in Florida has a fully booked, um, is fully booked for the first shuttle ride off. Wow. I didn't even know tickets went on sale. That's crazy. Yeah, well, it was only made available. Okay, I guess the first launch was made available to Club 33 members. Oh. (laughs) Then it was made available to, um, I I keep on, it's not Celebration Florida. There's another uh, super high-end community um, at Disney World. Oh, is it the Golden Oak? Is it that one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think slots were made available to them. Man. And then afterwards, if you're a Disney vacation resort person, slots were made available to you. And there's only 100 rooms. Wow. Okay, that makes sense that they're already sold out then if it's that little. So if you're not aware what the Galactic Star Cruiser is, Disney World has a hotel that is supposed to mimic the sensation of getting onto a cruise, star cruise ship and taking off into space. Um, you board it uh, just like if you're going to go on a cruise ship. You Everyone gets in line. Everyone gets on. You're sent to your rooms. Um, and each room, when you go into the room, um, the basic ones are actually designed for four or five people. Um, that's a full, I'm not sure, fuller king bed and then two bunk beds and then maybe another space. But when you open up your window where it's actually a port outside and when they take off it, you can actually watch yourself taking off into space through the ports. That's so crazy. Your hotel window. How do they do that? Yeah. And apparently, um, when you walk around, it's designed to be an experiential um, cruise. So Mm -hmm. I think there's some, I don't want to say it's like a murder mystery, but there's things that you can, it's it's role playing. So you can actually role play when you're actually on the ship. Some of it is you can go to um, like essentially Jedi Academy and they have, uh, um, oh my God, I was going to call them laser swords. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they kind of are. You're not wrong. (laughs) Lightsaber. They're going to pull out lightsabers. and, And the thing is, I heard, Somehow they got some kind of technology that when you t- pull out your lightsaber, it's actually, it doesn't have a blade, but all of a sudden it actually comes out. I don't, yeah, it's, it's some kind of like, it's a weird ribbon kind of thing. And I think they sort oh. of base it off of like a, I don't know if it's like a, a tape measure or something, but it's it's something where it's almost like a ribbon that forms the blade somehow well i was thinking it's was maybe it's like a um you know like those blow up santa clauses that people put on their roof oh yeah <laughs> the holidays blow up like- <laughs> yeah, so when you press the button all of a sudden like a fan turns on and blows out this little anyway mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah and in the pricing okay you guys are sitting down right mm-hmm. sitting the pricing for two people for two evenings 
is four thousand eight hundred dollars. Ugh, jeez. What? Each individual, anyone else, like if you have a family of three, that goes up to six. It's like another thousand two hundred or something like. That. Maybe wow. it was like six hundred. Is, is the cruise only two nights? Or? It's only two nights. Okay. Whoa. Food food is included, is my my understanding. Oh, okay. Um, well, they, that makes sense, I guess. So there's a couple things you get food, and this may maybe what I read is incorrect, but this is what I've seen. You get the free parking for two days because you're. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> Otherwise, that's a, that's a, that's a six hundred dollar value right there. Right. Jeez. Uh, um, you also get a free pass to um. What's the Hollywood Park? Is it Hollywood? Oh, Hollywood Studios? Yeah. Hollywood Studios. Hmm. You get so I mean I guess you have an additional free day to spend there. And so food and and the entertainment. Hmm. So uh still above my price range. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean when you figure you could you could spend more days at Walt Disney World for that same price. Like yeah, it would be really cool to you know, be in that level of immersion, but uh, you could stay at the Ritz Carlton for that kind of right. money. Oh yeah, you know, right. you can kind of pick any Ritz Carlton anywhere around the world, and and have that much. And so, but I'm I'm not saying it's not worth it. It's just that it's it's expensive. You know, mm-hmm. so, I think I would want to see what because I mean, you know, whoever is going on this first cruise is probably going to film it or. You know, th- oh, there's yeah. gonna be something, right? So uh-huh. maybe I'll I'll see what it actually is like. Because well, yeah. even if it's worth it, I can't afford it. Right? I know <laughs> it's that's a bit crazy. We'll wait for the the filming, the VR. Anyone who does like a walkthrough, yeah, 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 that's what we'll do. <laughs> you know, because yeah. you know that's actually that's kind of like what my family of three spends for like. A week to ten days in another country, right? Mm-hmm. And here mean, you just get two nights in the same yeah. country. Yeah, you don't even take <laughs> off. You don't <laughs> even take actually off. not in reality. <laughs> you don't even take off. So, see, I think that would be my problem with it. Is I need to see outside. I need like sunlight. So I don't know if I could handle just being like closed in that much. You know? Yeah, but all the windows are designed to look like you're staring out into space. Yeah. So maybe it'd work out for you. Maybe, maybe you know. And then, and for some people, I can see it being great because you know, like if you've ever been on a cruise ship, cruise ships, even though Are it does, may not feel like it, they constantly they're constantly moving. Mm. So even a big cruise ship, you know, is slowly rocking, even though you may not be paying attention to it, and people get you know motion sick on those things all the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's one of the reasons I've never been on a cruise is because I, I think you? like oh sorry go ahead <laughs> I just yeah I think I don't know I've even just being on a, a boat going to Catalina I think afterwards I got land sick so I don't know <laughs> if I would be able to wow. handle I know it's like I did I didn't get sick while at sea but then after I was on land again my body was like oh, I'm so dizzy what's wrong <laughs> well, with that's me typical though that's typical. is it okay. Yeah, that's not, you know, it's just like you got to get your land legs back. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't get seasick, but when I'm not back on land, it's like, wow, you know, you yeah. feel like it, you first get seasick, then you get land sick, but no, that's, <laughs> okay. that's pretty typical. Okay. 
Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder if while you're on the galactic cruise, if they'll simulate, if it's part of the experience to like simulate being taken over by uh, like the empire or like something oh, like yeah. that. Like, like you'll <laughs> actually feel the ship like vibrate or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like if it gets stormed. Yeah. yeah. That'd be interesting. That'd be cool. That would be cool. So I'm imagining um, if either of you have watched Xenon, the oh, yes. Disney channel. Yeah. So like I remember when I watched Xenon, I always loved, like found it fascinating that she lived in space like on the space station and so every day when she would look out well when you look out the window of a space station you see earth or something like that so i'm imagining that's what this would be kind of equivalent to Mm -hmm. so used to be in uh, las vegas they had the star trek experience oh and the star trek experience was you go to this hotel and it was i think it was the hilton at the time it could have been the hyatt it was one of those age hotels and you go into the lobby and they had the star trek experience and when you walked into the queue in that front area they had all these display cases that kind of looked like you're going in the smithsonian Hmm. and and when you walk up to it and you start looking at all the stuff it's like wait a minute you'll see like a phaser and says this phaser was used by captain picard during the da 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 so they had all these props and then they from the movies but they were um framing it with the different television series this is a typical klingon weapon that was made in da 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 and by this you know this part of the klingon empire and blah 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 so and it was just like oh it's a museum like it's a space museum for star trek Mm -hmm. but then they took you on a tour. It's like, okay, we're going to go in. Uh, we're going to go to, uh, we're going to beam onto a spaceship. And you and a bunch of people stood on one of those transporter pads. Mm-hmm. And they did something. They turned off the lights and all these different types of things. And then all of a sudden you're standing in on the, um, uh, what do you call it? Where the captain stays. The captain. Oh, is. cool! Uh-huh. So all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you're beamed aboard, and you're on in the captain's area, and you know it's like, oh, well, you know, hey, are you our guests? You know, the captain comes and greets you, and the such. You know, you're having conversation, and everyone's walking around. It's like, oh, captain, we have something. Okay, could you take that? You know, it's like, and then it's like, and you hear everyone talk, doing their stations, and then, um, I think there's a. F- something like this ship is attacked and then hmm. your crew your crew your your tour guys like come on come on we got to go this way we're gonna go here you know so it's oh, kind of like cool <laughs> so it was like a live experience of being on um the star a starship and mm-hmm. it sounds like this is kind of like a two-day experience instead of like an hour like half an hour experience uh-huh. see for so. me like if they can really sell it i think i would think it's been totally worth it because i mean that's the thing like when you go to batu like yeah. and these are cast members they're not necessarily you know like being paid to be like you know extreme actors and whatever but like you know it's sometimes it's like the the role play is there only for like little kids or something like that but if you're if you're supposed to really commit to this, that, okay, I am in space. I am like, you know, pretending along with everybody else. Like, I don't know. I hope it's, it's that level of like, you know, everyone is into it and just like totally 
letting themselves be completely nerdy and and just yeah, you know, I role think playing this is going to be a complete immersive experience from what mm-hmm. I've seen. Otherwise, I don't think they could justify the yeah the price tag. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of. Um, have either of you ever seen a movie called Austin Land? No. Uh. Uh-uh. It, it's kind of the sort of similar experience where you pay a lot of money and you dress up and you are immersed in the Regency era sort of experience. Oh my gosh. So it's really funny. And yeah, so that's kind of what I'm picturing, but Star Wars. <laughs> I'm feeling like it's kind of a Truman Show thing. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Is someone watching me? You know, filling mm-hmm. my reactions, you know. So, yeah. Anyway, so uh, sold out. You can't go. Man. You can't get on it, anyways. Oh, when is it? When does the first voyage take March off? March twenty-two. <laughs> mm, that makes sense. All right. Yeah, March of two thousand twenty-two. I don't know the exact date. Cool. Man, that's so far away. I'm really curious to see how people like. I want to see the videos. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Right. I thought it was going to be more than a hundred rooms, though, too. I did, too. Yeah. So it's a hundred rooms, but of course they have, like, like, suites. So mm. some of them are suites. Mm-hmm. Like, the small rooms house five, but, like, if you look online, you can see, like, there's these bunk beds built into the wall. Like, two bunk beds and, like, a king-size bed or something like that. Mm-hmm. But apparently, like, the larger suites can hold eight to ten or something like that okay see i think that's how i would do it if i was gonna go do this thing i would get like every like my friends together and everyone who i know is like star wars crazy and you know that i could trust kind of thing and just like go ham and say all right we're all gonna fork over however many thousands it takes and we're gonna go just like full in on this experience like make our own star wars costumes maybe i don't know like just go ham and i would get one of the sweets and once a year they need to turn it into the fifth element that would be interesting like have ruby rod come around oh my god ruby rod you know does disney own no okay no no no. i was gonna say who owns that but for for like halloween but it wouldn't be great yeah Oh, Disney would never though. They're they're so just like we will only handle our own IP. And it is well, the they best. can buy it. They can buy it. <laughs> I'm sure so they can awesome. buy it. Oh yeah, I know. Oh yeah, that's true. You know, I want Bruce Willis's orange <gasps> shirts. You yes. know, and have. <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be amazing. Or or do um spaceballs. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that'd be so much fun. Yes. May the Schwartz be with you. <laughs> They've gone plaid. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That would be so good. Anyway. Yes. Disney's like, no, we will only do Star Wars. We paid for Star Wars. It's all you're going to get. Get over it. <laughs> Maybe an yeah. Indiana Jones room. Ooh. See, that's the thing. I feel oh. like, you know, you could do more stuff like that. More immersive. I Because I think that's why Rise of the Resistance is particularly so popular is because how freaking immersive it is if you had more rides where it's like you are in the land in the attraction in whatever like you know i think that's what really sells it 
Oh man. We could have like a jungle cruise hotel and an yes. Indiana Jones hotel. See, I would want to do the indie one. Like indie is my jam. Even no, I don't know. Maybe now they're probably equals. And and, and Florida's very hot and humid enough, so oh yeah, they, wouldn't even- mm-hmm. they don't have to do anything. They just put they up the hotel. To- yeah. We just you just need to go there and sweat. Yes, <laughs> that'd be cool though. Like you know, have some kind of like archaeologist adventure. Like you have to locate the clues and unearth treasures and then decipher them. And like, oh man, I would do it in a heartbeat. Oh, it would be like. Um, a huge escape room. Yes. Yes. It'd be like, like, that's what I want. Instead of an escape room, it would be like an escape plantation. You know what I mean? Like where you go from this area to the next part of the, you know, Oh my God. Please Disney, please make this. I would do that in a heartbeat. That'd be so cool. You got me with escape room. I love escape rooms. (laughs) Yeah. So it's essentially, you know, you go to this area, you have to dig up a few things, and then you have to put together a puzzle. And if your group can't figure it out, the tour guide notes just enough to how to lead you to mm-hmm. figure out the answer. So it seems yeah. like you figured it out yourself. Yeah. Oh, boy. It'd be like Uncharted, the video game, but like <laughs> to life, you know? Nathan Drake, yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. Here you go, Disney. Free ideas. Won't even charge you. Yeah, just, it, just when you just open it up, let us, us come free. free. Right? Yes. <laughs> $5,000 for everybody else. But for you guys, free. Yes. I like it. I love it. All right. Um, is it time for a quick sponsor break? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Sure. Okay. And we will be right back. When you look back upon your life and you see all the things you achieved, certainly none of them started with inaction. And when you're planning for your next career journey, find us, the University of California, Irvine. We've over 80 convenient online certificates to help you navigate the future, and we're the perfect Sherpa for your next big adventure. Find us at ce.uci.edu. Welcome back, everyone. Um, uh, I'm just, I'm trying to imagine what I would do or if I don't know if I would ever pay that much money to go <laughs> onto no. the Galactic Cruise Star Wars. Like, I don't I cannot imagine a time in which unless people gave me if I got to go for free, if I won a sweepstakes. I don't know. Anyways, that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> um, but uh, I've been waiting for a water cooler episode so I could talk about Cruella. Um, this movie, we've talked about it several times over months because it kept getting pushed from theaters to due to COVID. And then it was like coming out on Disney Plus, but then it was like the ex- premiere access only. And then finally, as of the end of May, it's been a while. At the mm-hmm. end of May, uh, it was finally available to all Disney Plus subscribers. And Zen so has good. watched it. He yes. loves it. Uh, I recently watched it a couple weeks ago. Jennifer mm-hmm. has not watched it, but we will still talk about it and she yes. will be part of the I don't mind the spoilers. <laughs> 
No worries. Yes, we've already got her consent. To I can't believe you haven't watched it, loser. <laughs> you know why? It's because of um, Maleficent. Like I did not like Maleficent so much that now anytime they come out with like a villains movie, I'm like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so it is the reimagining, mm-hmm. but it's it's she's like an um, antihero. Mm. Yes. She's very really, much an anti-hero. It's really interesting story. The way that they wrote it and filmed it. Like, it was not what I expected at all. Hmm. Um, so it was a very interesting, well-done uh, anti-hero origin story, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that kept throwing me off was just the fact that Emma Stone was speaking in a British accent. And, like, I couldn't... <laughs> it was just so... Like, there were some parts where I was, like, so convinced. I was like, is she actually British? And then wow. there were other parts I where I was say, like... And convincing. And convincing. Yes, convincing. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, so there were parts where I was like, wait, is Emma Stone actually British? And she's just been speaking with an American accent in all the other movies. And then there were other parts where I was like, this is so weird that she is an American speaking with a British accent. Yeah. Um, but she was very convincing. Like, it was well-casted, for sure. Nice. Um I mean, how much there's a twist at the end kind of revelation that I'll let you discover for yourself, Jennifer, once you watch it. Um, but I mean, the whole storyline is how, how Cruella, who grew up as, oh my gosh, what was her name? Estella, right? She grew up as Estella and Cruella was kind of this, um, alter ego of hers that Hmm. I think her mom actually names comes up with like when she was in school and she got into fights or something like that. um, Her mom would be like, you know, that's Cruella. Cruella is the one who acts out, you know, you're Estella, you're nice, you're calm, you know, like, so whenever you feel Cruella coming out, just remember you're Estella. Right. So she kind of from a young age has already developed this, like almost like a multiple personality. Yeah. Yes. So, um, go into the film forgetting everything you know about yes. Corella as a character. <laughs> yeah. And if you're willing to let go of the Disney version or the whatever, the book, it's, it is fan. It's a re, think of it as a reimagining of the character. Um, and if you're willing to see it as a reimagining of the character, um, it is, it's, it's so good. Oh, it, from what you guys have said, like both here and even offline, like I, I'll give it a shot. I tell you what, I, I am just so you know, I'm for Halloween. I am not a costume person, mm-hmm. but I am seriously considering going as a dude, Cruella. Oh, <laughs> that'd be so cool. Be because awesome. I'm, I'm seriously, seriously considering doing like a, a male version of one of the Cruella outfits. That would be cool. You could get like um like the spray in hair color kind of thing and just do like yep. the half white, half black. Have you there's some scenes where she says uh she has like her face done in black makeup, but it, it's Ooh. got like a um it's on top of it that says the future. Mm-hmm. And that I think would be like perfect. You know, Man. pull out of some old motorcycle jackets, that type of stuff. But yeah. it's so it's the movie was so good, I was I honestly was like, you know what? I am seriously considering doing it. 
it has convinced Zen yeah, to be it's, a costume person. This yeah, <laughs> and and in addition to it's it's um, you know what you know I I call it a the I call them caper movies. It's like you mm-hmm. know Fast and Furious, Ocean's Eleven, those types of. It's a caper movie. Mm-hmm. So you know it's like when you're seeing it, it's like oh it's going to be a like Cruella. No, it's a caper thief movie too. Thief nice. movie comedy. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. kind of something for everyone. It is so good. I'm sorry, I'm taking your. <laughs> your <laughs> no, I'm so glad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. I know you've like watched you watched it like right when it was kind of released to for free. I guess part of the subscription, but yeah. neither of us had watched it yet, so you haven't talked about it. So I'm happy that we can both talk about how much we like it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and then convince me. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's a stronger argument now for Jennifer yeah. to watch it. Uh, but yeah, so the movie it's it starts from her childhood, kind of tells you how she befriends the two nincompoops that she nincompoops, I guess that you that we're familiar with. Um, so they grow up to be pickpocketers. Uh, mm. They run a bunch of like schemes and things like that. And that's kind of how they make their living, which is very fun. Um, and then along the way, she finds herself working at like this very posh high end um, department store. Mm-hmm. And, and then it's not the job she wants initially, but then she does a thing and Emma Thompson comes in and I guess she, Emma Thompson is the designer of this the department store i think no um, she she's i think she's a she's her own designer okay but she comes to this department store i think she always there she's wanting to see what's in fashion and stuff like that oh okay she's hmm. just there she's very like the best of the best and kind of like very intimidating um and she sees what emma stone Corella or estella emma stone did and everyone thinks she's going to be in trouble i think this part's this part's in the trailer but she ends up hiring emma stone to work for her at her very prestigious like design place yes. i don't know what you call it <laughs> um workshop, design a very design yeah. studio there you go and that's kind of the start of their relationship and how emma stone gets into design not really it's like how she kind of it's that's when like the the story really starts and how she becomes becomes cruella uh oh no no wait 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 i I, i'm gonna be vague enough that you learn about it in the movie but (laughs) there's a death there's always a death yeah there's always a a death death. yep (laughs) the death is part of the twist at the end (laughs) yeah um that you learn it's yeah um and she kind of she discovers things as she works with emma thompson that kind of pushes her to the edge to kind of make an official unofficial like permanent kind of permanent switch from estella to cruella Uh, and things happen and we find out things mark strong is part of it uh, not Sam <laughs> <laughs> I confused myself now. I knew it was Mark Strong, and then he came on, and I was like, "Wait, wait, is that no? That's Mark? No, <laughs> I yes." 
it's a really good movie. I highly recommend. I also wasn't super excited to see it when it came out, which is why it took me so long just to like watch it. Yeah. I put it on just very casually. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's one of those movies that's like on my list to watch, but like I'll kind of just get around to it whenever I'm in the mood. Um, and that was a couple weeks. So I just put it on very casually and I was like, whoa. Nice. But also like, don't attach yourself to anything you've known about Cruella beforehand. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, mm-hmm. I mean, same thing with me is that it came out at the movie theaters and it was semi-released. And once again, same thing with you, Jennifer. It's just, mm-hmm. just like, oh my God, why do they have to make another villain slash secondary character and make a whole new movie, live action movie about it? What are mm-hmm. they going to do that makes it worth watching? And so my daughter wanted, well, her friends went to see it and she says, oh, they said it's good. But, you know, when 11 year olds think, you know, they're, they like a lot of, a lot of things that are, you know, they like everything. (laughs) Right. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, well, that's not a, that's not a good measure of a movie. (laughs) And then when it came out, it's like, oh, we should go watch Corella. It's available for free now, you know, instead of paying. And then we watched it and I was just like, and and honestly, it's the, I haven't had a chance to, but I've been meaning to. It's the only film so far I would almost watch again. Wow! You know, like Black Widow. Eh, you know, I'm thinking about the ones I paid for in the last yeah. year or first. So, like, release. better than Jungle Cruise is what you're saying. I think it's better. Than I Jungle think so. Cruise. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I like Jungle Cruise. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's better than Jungle Cruise, and I liked Jungle Cruise too. So, hmm. yeah, and there's a couple other movies I feel like you know, like we, you know, Luca. We saw Luca. We mm-hmm. saw what there was another film. Wasn't there a Pixar film that came out that? Oh yeah, Soul. Was that it? Oh, I loved Soul. That one came out last no. Christmas. I thought I paid for another film that came out on uh, Disney. Mulan. Mulan. Milan, yeah, you know, and Milan was good, but you know, this by far was, in my opinion, the best. Hmm. So okay, now it's now you're gonna go watch it. It's like, yeah, it was yes. No, I mean, so. I feel like all three of us have kind of like the same taste usually. So if you guys say it's good, then I'm not not worried. I definitely will tell you, you will not hate it. Okay, <laughs> that's a good measure. You won't hate it. I mean, because this is the thing, like, even with uh, Maleficent, when it first came out, I was like, okay, you know what, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt, because sometimes I like alternate version fairy tales, you know, like, um, like, even like Cinderella 3, where they kind of, like, took the story and kind of twisted it a little bit, like, that was, I actually like watching that one a lot, you know, just as much as the original, so... You know, going into Maleficent, I was like, okay, let's give it a chance, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, towards the end, I was just like, yeah. You know, did she have to just, like, oh, I had my heart broken and therefore now I'm evil? Like, no, she was fine just being evil for evil's sake, you know. But Cruella is a human versus, you know. So it makes more sense that she would have actual reasons why she might do the things that she did. So, yeah. And, and like, for the other thing is that, uh, like for example, all the superhero movies are reimagining. Mm-hmm. Avengers, it's a when you watch the Avengers movies, it's a reimagining of 
what's happened in the comic books. The X-Men, same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, they mess up all the timelines. They create new stories that don't, you know, sometimes they conflict with the previous movie and such. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that they're not enjoyable, but it's just like, you have to realize it's, it's a different, it's its own thing. You Mm -hmm. know? And in this particular case, if you're willing to let it go, um, I mean, I think they did an amazing job of reimagining the character. And I'm looking forward to seeing the next. This thing I would, I, I was like, this is, I hope they make it into a franchise. Ooh. Wait, did they say they're going to make a second one? Second movie's coming out. Yep. Okay, oh, that's really? what I heard. Oh, I don't okay. know that. Yeah, I'm almost Man. certain. Uh, um, I think, you know, some people were saying that. Anyways, yes, Corella Two is has been locked down. Um, so because people were wondering why Emma Stone didn't sue him, oh, sue Disney, and some people were speculating, well, Corella Two's coming out. She doesn't want to mess up her relationship with Disney, hmm. mm. or maybe they sweetened the deal for Corella Two. Mm. Maybe because I think they um, they settled out of court for. Scarlett Johansson's yes. case, right? So, <clears throat> and I tell Disney's you what, like, okay, play nice, play nice. <laughs> well, here's the other part is Scarlett Johansson's time with the Marvel Cinematic Universe is essentially over. Mm-hmm. I mean, her contract's over. Her character's dead. Yeah. And they could resurrect her somehow, but Emma Stone could be just at the beginning. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, don't bite the hand that feeds you. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, cool. Well, then I will definitely go check that out. Because, in fact, why don't you just, you know, stop? We'll stop the I podcast I'm for out, guys. two hours, <laughs> and then we'll get back to you in about two hours less. <laughs> right. Now. Here's my reaction before and after. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, well, I'm going to switch gears a little bit, and I'm going to give an update on the Magic Keys and how they're kind of going right now, because I don't know if either of you have heard, but they've been getting some not-so-great media, like, press, I want to say, because I guess, like, the Register just came out with a, a news story on this, and then I think even KTLA had a news segment about how difficult it's recently been for people who have the magic keys to get reservations. And I know even, um, I forget what call it was or something, but at one point Bob Chapek was even saying to, I think it must've been a shareholders meeting or something like that. But he was even saying, you know, with the magic keys, we're trying to get the right mix of people coming to the park. So it's not all APs. And it's not all, you know, single day ticket people or, you know, out of town visitors or whatever, but like a good mixture. And then it's, it's no longer an annual pass. Exactly. It's, <laughs> it's kind of a frustrating situation. And honestly, like, I highly recommend the way that I ended up doing it. And for a long time, I was like, man, am I an idiot? Should I have just gotten the dream key and just, you know, not have to worry about stuff? But I think the way that I did it actually kind of worked out more in my favor. So what I recommend is get a multi-day ticket. And if you can even like buy it with Target gift cards. So you're already saving 5% there. And then uh, before on your you. your points credit card. 
on your point, yeah, or on your points credit card, like any way you oh, can no, get buy your buy buy it with your points credit card and somehow and anyways, I'm sorry. Yes, yes. <laughs> any way you can get like a little more back, like do it, even if it's a lot of trouble to do it, just do it because you'll feel better. <laughs> because once you basically, when you get the single day or multi day tickets, you have a better chance of getting whatever day you want. So right now, one of the big drawbacks for Magic Key holders is we're only getting a certain amount of weekend dates. And then once those are booked up, that's it. And for some of these dates, they've been booked up for like weeks already. So, you know, if you look at the um, like October calendar, it's like weekends have been long gone. If you look even into November, weekends are gone. Like it's, it's pretty cutthroat sometimes when you're looking at these calendars, because you're seeing so much that's already gone. And, you know, a lot of local people work during the week. So it's really the only way we can go is during the weekends. So it's kind of frustrating to pay a lot of money. And then it's like, okay, cool. But when can I actually go? So mm-hmm. if you do the multi-day ticket thing, you at least are getting a better chance of getting a weekend because that calendar is a bit more open than the key holder one. So at least then you've got a few days to get started towards that purchase of a pass. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. It's, it's definitely not like the olden days. And at the same time, it's like, you know, I, I expected this. So that's why I went with enchant instead. Cause it gives you some weekends, but you know, for, for me, I just kept thinking, okay, I'm going to go like a few times, make the pass worth it. And then if I have to, I can always buy a single day ticket, but then I have the discount on my pass. So you kind of mix and match, you know? Again, this is why I feel like they should be selling 10 pass booklets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like 10. And then like, once you get, you know, like if you 10 pass booklets for this much, mm-hmm. 15 pass, it gets a little bit cheaper when you hit maybe 20. But once you go over 20, it starts getting more expensive again (laughs) or something Mm -hmm. like that, you know, but it's just, but the fact that, you know, if you buy an annual pass, the, the assumption is you can get into the park. Mm -hmm. So, and I know for me, it's there, there's times where when it comes to like the merchandise and the giveaways and things like that, they're still kind of operating the way that they did when, Um, the old passes were in effect. So let's say they're like, hey, limited time, we're going to have this amazing popcorn bucket or whatever, and, you know, only available on these certain dates. Come on down and get it. It's like before you could have used your pass, run down, got the thing left, and so you're not clogging up the park, and you're barely clogging up the parking lot. You're just going, grabbing whatever you want, and then leaving. But now you really can't do that. You have to make it count, you know? So do you think, are there more, is it, is it still limited capacity? It's not limited capacity now, right? I think it's only limited in the number of staff they have. I think they're still trying to get more cast members and get them up to speed. Because I know, like, the past couple times I've gone, it's, you know, you see a lot of people training, which is great, you know? But right. at the same time, then, I think they're being very careful about how many you know, spots they open up. So this way it's like, they're not overwhelming those poor new cast members, hopefully. And, you know, 
hopefully people are being nice. Hopefully people are being patient because it's not the cast member's fault. It's, right. you know, everyone's new and, and learning and trying to navigate this new situation. But yeah, it's just, it's interesting. So it makes you miss the old days. <laughs> but at the oh, same time, sure. it's like, what can you do? So that's why I would say, like, don't expect it to be like what you remember. But, you know, look at your options and find a way to make the system work for you. You know, whether it's knowing that you can get tickets and then convert those into a pass or using the fact that you can get 5% off of Target or like use a different points card. Like, you know, don't don't think of it as like I think a lot of people went into it thinking, okay, well, the only one that has free parking is um you know the the top of the line one so why wouldn't you get that one but when you really like do the math that top of the line one isn't always the best option you'd have to go a lot of times to really make it pay for itself and you may not be able to get in yeah yeah that's the problem is you may not be able to get in so Mm -hmm. yeah that's rough it's 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 sad but then you look at other places like Knott's or Universal and it's like, you know, th- their passes are so much cheaper to begin with. And then there's no oh reservations. Gosh. And it's just like, yeah. oh, man. Yeah, that's that's so I'm j- that's why I was kind of wondering, is there like the demand go up? Did is there like lowered capacity? Because, you know, yes, I have gone to the park where I've been closed out. I've actually driven up to the park with a pass and it's like, oh, we're at capacity. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ah, bummer. And then I'll actually come back later at night to try it out again. And it's like when I had a pass and you, I've, you know, I only encountered in a 15 years, I've had annual passes, maybe like two or three times. And they're always during the holidays. Mm-hmm. But of course mm-hmm. now it's different, but it's just like every, you know, I, I, I would say it's like now every day is like a weekend. Yeah. So very much so. Cause I've gone like not in a while, but I think my mom and I took off um, like a weekend, maybe no, we took off a Thursday, I think. And it was still pretty crowded. So, you know, it's sort of luck of the draw, I would say. Yeah. So, but you know, it, I mean, it's nice to just even be there and be out in the ambiance and the open air and, and stuff like that. So I think that's why a lot of people are still like, you know what, I'll still get a pass. I'll treat it like it's my gym. I'll, you know, walk around and, and you know, and like we still buy stuff too. So it's not like I know a lot of people say like, oh, APs, they just clogged up the parks and they never bought anything, blah, blah, blah. But like. My mom it depends and I, on the AP user. It does. You know, it depends I mean, on the AP user. Yeah. If you're super local and you're bringing food into the park, then okay, that makes sense. But well, if you're not, but you know? you know, once again, for Disney, those aren't the top dollar. I think like an average person coming in from out of town buys something like five times as much as a local does mm-hmm. per visit. Mm-hmm. You know, so they'd be happy to have only out of towners come, you know. Exactly. So. So, and I think that's kind of the other thing I'm seeing is they, Disney opened up more slots for pass holders recently. And I think it was kind of because they were getting slammed on, you know, in newspapers and, and on the news and stuff like that. 
And so many people were so unhappy, like, hey, I bought this pass and I can't even go in October. What the heck's going on? Like, even for weekdays, there was a point where, like, everything was blocked out and or sold out, I should say, not blocked out. And I think that kind of forced them to open up more stuff. But it's like, you know, they're really trying hard to get this perfect mix, as they put it. But at the same time, it's like it makes it so that the pass holders are kind of like something like filler. Like they can rely on, okay, well, the pass holders will will come regardless. So we'll just make sure that they have like to book it like last second and then it'll be fine. And so it's a little, yeah, it's a little frustrating to have to keep checking back. And when is it going to be open? When is it going to be open? Mm -hmm. So, But that's why if you buy individual tickets, the individual tickets are more of an assumption that you're going to be a higher purchaser, Mm -hmm. I think, because... You're not coming frequently. You're more likely to be an out-of-towner. Or even if you're not over out-of-towner, this is the one time you come a year and you're going to buy a lot of stuff because that's the only time you're going to be in um, Disneyland. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So, and the other thing I would say is there are, I don't know if you would call them bots, but there there's accounts on like Twitter that somehow keep checking the calendars automatically. And so they'll actually say stuff like, oh, a day has become available for this past type. Oh. And hmm. so like you can kind of, it's almost like, you know, when when like switches were really hard to come by. And so like there'd be bots on Twitter like, hey, yeah. switches are now in stock at Best Buy. Hurry up, go get one or right. something like that. It's like that, but for days. And okay, this is the funny thing. Um during mid last year, uh, during the middle of COVID, and it was crazy, obviously, no one was going out. And you went into every single store and they had signs that said, today we don't have toilet paper, we don't have water, and we don't have switches, Xboxes, or PlayStations. <laughs> and, you know, you, you know what I'm talking about because people were at home and the thing is like, you know, you need toilet paper. You, well, I don't know why you needed water. It came out of my faucet, but you needed something to pass the time. So everyone wanted a PlayStation or Xbox or, um, or a Switch. Mm-hmm. And I remember walking into my local, uh, local Target and they had not the switch lights, like the, it was the full size switch. Mm-hmm. And I went, they have full size switches. I should buy one. And it's like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, we barely use our own switch. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, but I literally almost bought it because it was just like, there's a switch here. I am. It's a rare a commodity. It's a yeah. rare commodity. And it wasn't even trying to resell. It's like, oh well, we can have a second switch and we'll play together. But then it's like, we barely use our own switch. Mm-hmm. But it was just because it was available that I considered buying it. And I'm wondering if, you know, whenever someone sees a slot, it's like, well, geez, I wasn't planning on going this day. I probably should get it because I don't know when I can get in. Yeah. I bet you that's it. I think a lot of people are kind of sitting on days like, okay, just in case this is a really premium day. So I better hold on to it. And then, you know, maybe as it gets closer, then, okay, let me cancel it. And then more stuff opens up. I don't know. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting how Disney is this way. And then you look over at like knots and I don't think Universal has reservations. Maybe they do, maybe they don't, but neither one is to this level. So I, I wonder if you'll see more people kind of gravitate towards those parks just because Disney's getting to be more and more of a, 
an adventure. <laughs> like, but let me it, let me check the calendar. Maybe it opened up. That kind of it, thing. It requires work to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Both before you even get in the park and then, like, the situation with mobile order and finding enough places to eat and stuff. Like, it's still kind of bad. So... Eh, it's a little stressful. <laughs> Don't get us wrong, Disney. We still love you. We're just, we still love you. We will still we just, go. We just miss the old days. Yeah. <laughs> the good old so. days. The good old days. The before times. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's what's on our minds this week. Let us know if you have seen Cruella, if you are looking forward to a voyage on the Galactic Star Cruiser, and if you have a pass or are thinking of getting a pass, or if you've decided, you know what, this sounds like a lot of work and I don't really want that trouble right now. So let us know. But for now, that does it for this episode of Main Street UCI. Thank you for listening and be sure to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast. And if you have a question or request, send us a message on social media. You can find us at Main Street UCI. We'd love to hear from you. And thank you again to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. Find their career-boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. And with that, we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.